welcome back to the Core EM Podcast. Core content for anyone, anywhere, and just in time. This is the official podcast of the NYU Bellevue EM Residency Program. This week, we're going to try something a little bit different, and depending on your feedback, we may make it a regular feature of the podcast. Instead of the usual deep dive into a topic, we're going to review some of the pearls from our morning report conference. Let's take a step back and discuss what morning report is just to frame the conversation. It's a Bellevue tradition where four days a week, a senior resident who is on leads a discussion based on a case they've seen. The case ranges from the mundane to critical care to the bizarre zebra-type diagnoses. The feature that makes this conference a bit different and perhaps even unique is that there are routinely a handful of senior faculty members, many of whom are full professors of emergency medicine, and they show up, they give their opinions on the case and the management and help to drive the learning forward. It's a fantastic opportunity to hear how some of the giants in emergency medicine would take care of these cases and to see the differing opinions and thoughts. Each of these cases has multiple learning points, but often there are only truly a couple of critical ones, pearls that can easily become lost because only a small number of learners are present to hear them. The goal of this podcast series would be to keep track of some of these pearls and disperse them throughout the EM community so we can all learn from these amazing clinicians. This week, I've got just a couple to share. And again, if you like the format, let us know and we'll bring it back on a monthly basis. So let's hit those big pearls. Pearl number one, tell your patients on beta blocker eye drops that if they squeeze the medial corner of their eye while administering the drops, they'll have a lower systemic absorption of the medication. This pearl came out of a case that we had of a patient who presented with hypotension and bradycardia that was ultimately found to be from their Timolol eye drops. They were successfully treated with hyperinsulinemia euglycemia therapy. Squeezing over the lacrimal duct when the drops are being given reduces the systemic absorption and decreases the chance of developing toxicity. Pearl number two, asplenic patients with fever should be cultured, broadly covered with antibiotics, and admitted regardless of how good they look clinically. This tip came from a patient who presented with fever and a history of a surgical splenectomy about 10 years ago who had a questionable infiltrate on chest x-ray. Asplenic patients are very susceptible to infection, particularly from the encapsulated organisms, and fever alone may be the first symptom of sepsis that's brewing. The IDSA supports an aggressive approach on these patients, cultures, broad-spectrum antibiotics, and admission. Pearl number three, azithromycin is unlikely to be adequate treatment for community-acquired pneumonia. We've used azithromycin for years to treat community-acquired pneumonia. The thought here is that it covers strep and it covers all the atypicals and it's a once-daily dosing, so it's perfect. Unfortunately, the resistance of strep pneumonia to azithromycin is on the rise and in many places may be simply too high. Strep pneumo is the number one cause of CAP, so we clearly need to cover it adequately. So if we're not going with azithro alone, what should we be doing? A combination of amoxicillin and azithromycin would work, as well as doxycycline alone. Finally, pearl number four, avoid using a fluoroquinolone for respiratory infections in patients on sulfonylureas. Fluoroquinolones have lots of relative contraindications that are popping up, including the well-known risk of tendinopathy and rupture. The risk of tendinopathy increases exponentially if the patient is on a corticosteroid at the same time. But the combination of fluoroquinolones and sulfonylureas is a less known issue. There are a number of case reports in the literature of this combination causing an increased incidence of severe hypoglycemia. The exact mechanism of how this happened isn't understood, but given all the concerns about fluoroquinolones, an alternate antibiotic seems pretty reasonable. 
Again, this can be with amoxicillin plus azithromycin or doxycycline alone. So there it is, our first four morning report pearls. Let's get them all one more time. Number one, reduce systemic absorption of eye drops by squeezing the medial corner of the eye while administering the drops. Number two, asplenia plus fever equals badness. Fever may be the only harbinger of sepsis in these patients, so treat aggressively. Number three, azithromycin may not be adequate coverage for community-acquired pneumonia because of its reduced activity against strep pneumo. Check your local antibiogram and consider using doxycycline alone or adding amoxicillin to the azithromycin. And finally, adding a fluoroquinolone to a sulfonylurea may lead to an increased risk of hypoglycemia. In patients on sulfonylureas, consider an alternate antibiotic approach. That's all for the CoreEM podcast this week. Come on over and check out the site at coreem.net. We've got a ton of great core content emergency medicine. We'll have a core post up on Wednesday and a journal update up on Thursday. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, follow us on Google+, and on Twitter where our handle is at core underscore EM. And finally, if you've got some time, pop over to iTunes and give us some feedback. Anything you tell us can really help for us to make this a program that's better for you. Thanks, and see you all next week.